Welcome to Courage Pod. My name is Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. I am an entrepreneur, certified mindset coach, and expert in building unshakable courage. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring episodes, helping you to discover how to unlock your limitless potential and to break through to new levels of success in life, love, wealth, and business. In my world, we don't settle, we courage. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Courage Pod. Today, we're going to be diving into an intriguing topic that impacts every single one of us. Why willpower isn't enough. I'm going to be talking about the upper limit problem, which if you don't know what that is already, that's okay. You'll find out by the end of this episode, but really diving into why your subconscious mind and understanding your subconscious mind really is the key to all of these things. So we all know willpower, that iron resolve that we summon up, we dig deep and we pull it from the depths of our soul when we're facing a really daunting task, something that we don't want to do, or maybe we're resisting a temptation. It's what gets us up at that early morning run, go to the gym before work. And it's what keeps us away from an extra slice of cake that we really told ourselves we're not going to have. So willpower is a valuable asset, no doubt, but we have to also recognize, and I really hope this episode gives you some comfort, but willpower is a limited resource. Relying solely on willpower to achieve your goals is like trying to run an epic marathon at a sprint pace the entire way. You might start strong and you'll be like, yes, I got this. But more than likely, the, av- the most human beings are going to burn out before you reach the finish line. And so here's where things get interesting. Even when you're utterly dedicated, you are laser focused on your goal. You know, you have your sticky notes, you have your new notepads, you have your, your whiteboard with all your to-do lists on it. You know, you have your books, maybe you've hired a coach, maybe you've got your new gym outfit, whatever it is you still might find yourself engaging in behaviors that directly undermine you actually achieving that goal or directly undermine your progress. And it just feels like everything is taking so much longer and you keep kind of two steps forward, three steps back. Now, of course, this is what we call self-sabotage. And I do actually have an entire episode on self-sabotage. I believe it's episode six. So some of the concept in episode six, I obviously am going to be touching on today, but I really am looking at this episode on a slightly different angle and talking about more of the in-depth and some of the science behind why this happens. It's just essentially important to know, and I really hope this episode makes you feel so much better about yourself, <laughs> make you feel not broken. It's just important to know that more often than not, it's not a lack of willpower that is our problem. You know, the narrative really is just have more willpower, just be more, more committed to your goal and just push through it. But more often than not, it has nothing to do with the fact that you don't have willpower. It's the fact that we have an unlimited amount and we shouldn't be expected to live our lives purely on the fuel of willpower alone. More often than not, when we are not doing things that we're saying we want to do, if, we, you know, if we're eating the cake and we say we're, we don't want to, if we are saying we're going to do one thing, we're doing something else. It's a clash between your conscious intent and your subconscious programming. This is what is called a conscious subconscious misalignment. So I will be going into that in more detail, but I want to just talk about this in the context of business first and foremost. Let me paint you a picture. You're ambitious. You have been watching people start their own businesses for years. You've been mustering up the courage. You've been mustering up the willpower. You're like, yes, I am going to finally actually make my business a success. And you get started, you know, you sprint through, you get things going and maybe you start making money or whatever it is, but you really want to make your business venture to be a success. You are dedicated. You have the willpower. You're like, yes, this is going to happen. You're writing a to-do list. Maybe you've hired a business coach and a mentor. You're taking action. You're hustling. You're putting yourself out there. You're putting content out there every single day online. And yet, despite all of your conscious drive and your desires and all of the willpower that you seem to be able to muster up every now and then, you find yourself procrastinating. 
you're not showing up as you want. You're finding yourself not following up with people in the DMs. You're not following up from potential clients. You know, you're kind of ignoring this opportunity. You're not putting yourself out there actually in the way that you think you are. You are getting stuck in perfectionism. So, you know, you're really wanting to just be consistent online, but maybe you're only doing one post a week, which I'm not saying there's a magic number, but it's more just about your conscious desires to be visible and grow your business versus what you're actually doing. You keep pivoting and changing your mind about things in your business. I mean, I can't tell you how many clients, so I hope this makes you feel less alone, but I can't tell you how many clients have what I call the niche drama, which is basically where they decide, okay, this is what my business is going to be. This is the exact thing. And then they just change their mind and they kind of keep flip-flopping and changing their mind about what they're actually going to be doing in their business, which ultimately is just keeping you exactly where you are. Maybe you just keep investing in strategy after strategy and maybe you are already making money, but yet nothing you seem to do seems to change the outcome in your business. And your business after a while just feels stagnant. You feel like you've plateaued and you kind of start wondering, well, maybe this isn't for me. We start thinking there's something wrong with us because no matter how much we consciously want it, it feels so hard. It feels like we're having to hustle and to push and we keep finding ourselves, sabotaging ourselves. And it just, we kind of start thinking, well, maybe this isn't for me. And then we quit. I know so many people who have burnt their businesses to the ground and just quit because they found it too hard to get out of their own way and actually do it. Or they feel like they've been doing all the things and they weren't getting the results they want. Because actually, it doesn't really matter what level you're at. It really doesn't matter where you're at right now. If you are wanting to get to another level, your next level, I know that sounds vague, but it's just a catch-all for, you know, maybe your day one, you want to get to your first client, or maybe you're at six figures and you want to get multi-six figures. It doesn't really matter where you're at. But if you're finding yourself stuck and your results are plateaued, no matter what you're doing, and you, you are somewhat aware that you're getting in your own way, but maybe you also just don't know and you can't put your finger in it, it is always worth looking under the hood and stop beating ourselves up for needing more willpower, but really start to check what might actually be going on beneath the surface. What is it that I'm doing or what might be going on that's blocking me? And before I go into the subconscious mind in more detail, I want to talk to you quickly about this term called the upper limit problem. Now, it's a concept coined in Gay Hendricks' book titled The Big Leap. And I actually just recently reread this book because it's so, so good. And I thought, you know, I'm going to reread it and refresh my memory on some of the, the concepts and the terms that he talks about. And he talks about how we all have an internal thermostat of how much love, success, health or wealth, etc., that we are ultimately allowing ourselves to receive. So consciously want something, you know, I want to make, let's say I want to use money as an example, because a lot of my clients come to me in, as business owners, you know, more, no matter how many times you say, I want to be a six figure business owner, I want to be a six figure business owner. And no matter how much willpower you must up to show up, put yourself online, to do the thing, to keep investing, to kind of hold the faith, no matter what you seem to do, you never seem to get past a certain amount. I can't tell you how many clients and myself included, by the way, how many clients who have come to me and say, it doesn't matter what I do. I always seem to make the exact same amount of money every month on average if you're kind of averaging out for the year it's almost like we've got ourselves a thermostat of I'm allowing myself to make this amount of money even though no matter what I seem to do no matter what strategy I invest in no matter how much I change my prices and I'm going to give you a personal example of this so in my first year of business I am first and foremost very very grateful for this first and foremost but it was a really interesting example to give in my first year of business and about halfway through my second year of business, I realized, and I'm talking about my coaching business here, not my music business, I realized I was basically making pretty much, I mean, I think I was just above it, like I was making a little bit more, but it was pretty much my previous salary working for a label. Now that's incredible because it meant I could quit my job and I felt very comfortable in my coaching business very quickly to do it full time. But what I realized is that I had essentially replaced my previous income 
and then that's it. That's all I seem to allow myself to receive. No matter what I did, I, you know, it took me a long time to raise my prices. But then as soon as I raised my prices, I signed less clients. And it has nothing to do with the clients. It had everything to do with my own upper limit problem. And then I found myself exceeding that. And then I made the decision in my business to start charging in dollars. Because like all my clients are international. Most of my clients are all around the world. I mean, at any one moment, I very rarely have two clients in the same country. And so I thought, well, I'll charge in US dollars because that's what everybody on, online seems to charge. It's more of an international currency. Pounds do confuse some of my clients sometimes. And it's just easier to charge in dollars. And of course, my UK clients can pay me in pounds if they want. But I thought, you know what, I'll change and start charging in dollars. Now, in hindsight, I realized that was a self-sabotage move. Now, I'm still charging in dollars because I've recognized this and worked through it. But what I realized I had done is I'd started earning more then I was sort of subconsciously allowing myself to receive and I was sort of hit, I'd gone above my threshold. So I immediately made this decision to charge in dollars, which meant I ultimately then was making less money because I didn't, you know, charge the dollar equivalent. I said, let's say I was charging, let's, as an example, this isn't what I was charging, but as an example, if I was charging a thousand pounds before, I was then saying, okay, I'm going to charge a thousand dollars, which meant I was actually earning like 700 pounds. So I'd reduced my income in that moment. And in the moment when you're in it, you don't always realize that you're self-sabotaging. And in the moment you go, this is a really good idea and I will do this. And you just aren't really aware, but it's when you zoom out and I, this is what I do with my clients all the time. And because this is what I do for myself is I zoom out and go, let's look at this objectively. What has actually been going on here? And I go, oh, <laughs> by doing that, I pulled myself back to what I clearly subconsciously was allowing myself to receive again it took me back to what I was earning in my old job I think just a little bit above and it hasn't been until I've really recognized these things and this happens at every level by the way like you know this happened at the beginning of my business it's happened in different things it happens to my clients for different reasons but once you become aware of this and it, it's recognizing no matter how much willpower I was able to muster up no matter how much I was like hustling or you know getting myself to do in my business, I always seemed to make that exact same amount. And it really was only until I was like, oh, this is a pattern that I'm seeing. This is something that I am realizing now. Cool. Okay. Now I can do something about it. And so sometimes it really takes you to recognize and bring awareness to the thing to go, oh, now I can see this pattern. Let me zoom out. Let me go do the subconscious work and I can smash through my upper limit. So I'll go into more detail about this, but in, in essence, the upper limit problem is a subconscious tendency to self-sabotage when we're on the verge of a breakthrough or if we've stepped into a higher level of success or we essentially surpassed our internal thermostat of what we feel safe receiving. And the word safe is really key here because it really is about this internal safety. And I'll share a little bit more about this about the subconscious mind in a second. But essentially, we all create this glass ceiling that we've installed in ourselves. And it's born from deep-seated fears and limiting beliefs. And it's all in our programming of what we believe is safe for us as individuals to receive. And I promise you, every single time this comes up with myself or a client, it makes no conscious, it doesn't make any conscious sense. Like, I can't tell you how many of my clients have said to me, but it makes no sense. I want this. I'm like, yes, you want this. Your conscious mind wants this. But there is a part of you that doesn't feel safe receiving that. And we have to address that part of you. So let's dive into this a little bit more about how our mind works. And I'm going to specifically talk to you a little bit about today about how your conscious mind and your subconscious mind work. So you understand exactly what's happening. So just take a moment and picture for me an iceberg. Don't let your mind wander to Titanic, <laughs> even though I've just said it. And therefore your mind will actually do that. But just picture an iceberg in the middle of a dark blue, beautiful ocean. Just a big blue ocean and there's a random iceberg in the middle of it. 
the tiny portion above the water that you can see as you're in your little boat, that is your conscious mind. The conscious mind is what you are aware of and you are able to kind of quote unquote see at any given moment. It's the thoughts that you're aware of. It's your perceptions that you're aware of. It's the actions that you feel that you are in control of taking. It's where your willpower lives. So it's everything that you are. I mean, it does what it says on the tin. It's everything that you are consciously aware of right now. It's the things that you consciously want. It's the tasks that you want to do. It's the part of you that's saying, I want to go to the gym every day, or I want to make six figures, or I want to do that. That's your conscious awareness. Now, if you were to kind of go underneath the water with cool little goggles and you could see everything beneath, the enormous portion of ice underneath the water that you couldn't previously see until you went underneath and kind of looked under the hood, so to speak, that is your subconscious mind. It is everything else that is happening below the surface. It's like a supercomputer. It stores every single piece of your previous life experiences, your beliefs, your memories, the thoughts, your actions, your skills, your in situ- any situation you've been through. And over your lifetime, it's just been gathering things up as you're moving through life. And again, most of this you haven't been consciously aware of. It is really, really powerful. It is why you don't have to think about breathing in and out. It's just doing it for you. It's it's operating your entire body right now. It's why you might think, oh, I'm going to go, I want a glass of water. But then you don't have to really consciously think, lift arm, put arm out, put arm down, pinch fingers, pick up glass with this amount of pressure. It's just your body does it for you. And it's why when you're walking down the street, you don't have to consciously go, Ooh, what is that? It's tall, brownish, bark, all leaves. Oh, it's a tree. And then the next one you go, Ooh, what is that? Your mind is working in the background so powerfully that you can walk down the street and it's just categorizing things for you. Trees, cars, people, dogs. And it's really taking the burden off your conscious mind. That is what your conscious subconscious mind is here to do. It's here to, one, <laughs> mean that your mind doesn't like implode because there are billions and billions and billions of bits of information all the time. When you're walking through, let's say you're walking through London, Just think how much information there is at any one moment. The conversations happening around you, the sounds, the colors, the the signs on the doors, the, the billboards. There is so much information happening around you at any one moment and our minds would implode if that was, we were having to process all of that ourselves consciously. So our subconscious mind is doing all of this work for you. It's really saying, it's tuning out the stuff that isn't relevant for you. It's why you can walk through London and have a conversation with your friend and not be overwhelmed by how much is going on. It's filtering out the stuff that isn't important to you right now. It's categorizing things for you. It's it's processing and filing and putting things into categories for you right now. And it's essentially keeping you safe and sane. Your subconscious mind is incredibly powerful and it is influencing around 95% of your decisions and actions every single day. That fact alone, and therefore knowing that your conscious mind is only really responsible for 5% of your reality... If, to go back to what I mentioned earlier on in this podcast about the conscious and the subconscious misalignment, when you consciously want something, but there is something in your subconscious mind that believes that that thing isn't safe, a belief from childhood, a thought, a fear, or whatever it is, who do you think is going to win? The 5% of you trying to muster up the willpower in order to achieve the goal, or the 95% of you that's like, that doesn't look safe, and is going to go out of its way to distract you. It's why suddenly your mind goes, oh, now's a really good time to clear out the cutlery drawer. And it's suddenly getting you to do other tasks. It's why no matter how consciously you said, I'm not going to have this piece of cake, you suddenly have four pieces of cake. So let's go back to a tangible example. So let's say you are a business owner and consciously you've said, 
I am going to double my revenue this year. You've got the willpower in your 5%. You're mustering up really, really well. You've got the determination. You've written out the business plan. But despite all of this, your business doesn't seem to be growing and you are making the exact same amount of money that you were before. Now, I already shared my own personal example of this and it wasn't until I did this inner work that I really busted through that and I have now shifted my business positively. And every single time I come across this and I'm not just talking about money. I mean, money is just a really easy example to give because you can use numbers and you can use facts and people can get your head around that. But it is really all areas of life. So go back to the example. Okay, so you're a business owner, you're set your goal to double your revenue this year but despite everything you're doing you seem to make the same amount of money you're frustrated you're working harder you're longer hours you've hired another business coach you've implanted another strategy and so when you find yourself in that position and no matter what you seem to do you seem to find yourself plateaued and you're like I can't I don't have any more willpower to give it's really important to look at your subconscious programming because potentially you grew up with the belief that having a certain amount of money or having quote-unquote lots of money is bad that money changes you. Maybe there's a fear in your subconscious mind that if you have more success, it's going to change your relationship with your partner. Or maybe you're worried about how your friends and your family are going to think about you and go and are going to judge you for maybe how much you're charging, how much money you make. And maybe you've grown up with the belief that you should just be grateful to just have enough. Or maybe you will feel shame because if you have all the success, but you know people who don't have the success, you'll feel guilty and shame around it. And there's all of these emotions and fears and thoughts that can be coming into play that you're not consciously aware of that are playing into the fact that it's keeping you exactly where you are because there's part of you due to various programming and beliefs that believes that you doubling your income is not safe for you. And I know sometimes you're like, well, that's illogical because more money would make me more safe. It would give me more freedom. I promise you, it doesn't matter how much you consciously talk about this. If you are not actually moving towards your goal, there is something in your subconscious that doesn't believe that that is safe. You might be saying you want all these things and you might feel like you're doing all the things, but if we really zoomed out, we'll be recognizing that maybe your actual patterns and behaviors aren't actually aligned to where you want to go. I had one client a while ago who said she wanted to achieve a certain amount of money in her business that was for her own personal safety she also wanted to I mean she has kids and she wanted to make sure that she was making a certain amount of money every month in her business that she felt like she had more than enough she felt safe that she could support her family on her business and so on so she came to me and she said look I've hired so many business coaches I've I'm doing all the strategies and I feel like no matter what I seem to do it doesn't actually seem to make a difference I always make the exact same amount of money and it's just not enough where what I need in my family and when we looked at it we realized that she had all of these subconscious beliefs and fears and thoughts around money and how hard she had to work to make money. She had these beliefs around, you have to work really, 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 really hard to make money. And she had all these beliefs around what earning money should look like or shouldn't look like. And she had all these beliefs around people who earn a lot of money. There was a lot of judgments that she had been exposed to as a kid from her parents and from her families and just, you know, social conditioning all of these beliefs about people who have a lot of money and what kind of people they are and they're not good people. And when we really, really brought it to the surface, she immediately was like, oh yeah, there is part of me that maybe doesn't want to have that much money because there is part of me that judges others for that. And I noticed in her language very quickly, and, and by the way, I just want to give a caveat. She did give me permission to share this story, but I just won't say her name. But she did say, you know, I, I've noticed that in our conversation, sometimes you do pass judgment on, on other people's prices. You pass judgment on other people in the industry around what they're charging and what they're doing. There is a huge amount of judgment that is coming from you on other people who are achieving the thing that you want to achieve. And so 
if we are looking to others who achieve in this goal and we're passing judgment or we're making comments or we have a particular emotion around it, that is going to be what goes into your subconscious mind. And so your subconscious mind doesn't want you to achieve those things because you are judging that. And so when we really unpacked it and we really, really, really brought these things to the surface and we reprogrammed her mind and we really got her subconscious mind on board and in alignment to her conscious goals, she did in fact double her income that year. And by the way, now she's reached that goal and it's really about then allowing herself to maintain that and hold it and feel safe receiving that before she then sets another goal and moves to the other level and does the work again for the other level. It's always sort of a, every new level, there's an opportunity to reprogram our subconscious mind and smash through our invisible glass ceiling that we all set for ourselves. It's like we constantly do this work to raise our internal thermostat of what we feel safe receiving. But when your conscious mind and your subconscious mind are not in alignment, it really does feel like you're driving a car with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. You can put your foot down so hard on the, on the accelerator and you can be like, I'm moving forward and moving forward. But there is your subconscious mind that's like, no, we're going to just slow down. This doesn't feel safe. So you're not going to get anywhere fast. And in some cases, your subconscious mind is so powerful. It's like slamming on the brakes. It doesn't matter what your other foot's doing. Nope, we're not moving there. And it will just spin you in circles. So some of you might be thinking, okay, so what I've learned so far is that willpower is not enough. Willpower is in my conscious mind. It's only 5% of my reality. And I'm probably getting in my own way and self-sabotaging without necessarily always being aware of it because of what's going on in my subconscious mind. And Lauren, you've just sh showed us an example where somebody was doing that and now she has achieved her goals. How do I do this? <laughs> I'm just, I'm in your head right now. You're like, okay, great. This is interesting. But now what, what do I do? I know this might sound like something out of a science fiction novel, but it's really, really achievable to reprogram your subconscious mind. I do this every single day with myself and with my clients. Essentially, to a certain degree, you are already reprogramming your subconscious mind every single day without even realizing it. And you're doing this by every single time you repeat a thought. And by the way, I think like 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day that we have are just repeated thoughts. It's the, it's the thoughts, it's the patterns that we have every single day, which are consistently reaffirming the old programming. So every single day when you're repeating your actions, your behaviors, and your thoughts, you are reaffirming and reaffirming the programming in your mind. That this is the correct belief to have. And so you're making it go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And so to start take doing this work intentionally, you have to really start thinking consciously and bringing on your conscious awareness of what are my patterns? As I mentioned earlier on, it took me to a whole year and a half in my business to realize, oh, I'm making the same amount of money every month, no matter what I do. And it took me, really it was when I changed into dollars that I really realized that I had this pattern where I was, no matter what I was doing, I always found a sneaky way to self-sabotage and bring myself back to that amount. So first and foremost, it's about what are the patterns? What are the things that no matter what you seem to do, you always bring yourself back to that point? No matter how much willpower you have, you're bringing yourself, you're always at the same level. You're always finding yourself going two steps forward, one step back or whatever it is. Or, you know, you, you start the diet for three days and then you stop it. Or you start the business and you're all guns are blazing. And then a week or two later, you really haven't done anything for a while. Or no matter what you seem to do in your business, you never seem to get certain past a certain money plateau. It doesn't really matter what it is. You have to know what are the patterns? What is the, my pattern? What am I programming? What is my upper limit? Where am I finding myself at a threshold? And then it's about really bringing awareness to what is actually happening underneath the surface that's contributing and creating this plateau, this pattern, this habit, this threshold. So cast your mind back just very quickly to the iceberg analogy that I shared earlier on. 
you know, you've got the conscious mind above the water and you have the subconscious mind beneath the water. Above the water is 5%, underneath the water is 95%. What most people try and do to reprogram the subconscious mind is maybe just repeat an affirmation. Thinking about it as like a supercomputer. If I just repeat the same thing over and over and over again, it will eventually become the new belief. And whilst that it is true to a certain degree, more often than not, we are actually doing ourselves a disservice by doing that. So let me just give you an example of this. If you currently make, again, I'm going to use money as an example because it is really easy to do this as an example. Let's say you make $35,000 a year and you want to make $100,000 a year. You want to go to six figures. Okay. So you're currently saying to yourself every day, I am a six figure business owner. You know, you know, trying to program your subconscious mind to believe and feel safe in that thing because we want to focus on what we do want, not what we don't want. Let's say every single day you say, I am a six figure business owner. Your conscious mind and what is also known as the critical faculty, which if you imagine that again, that iceberg, you've got the conscious mind, the water level is the critical faculty. It's the thing that's separating the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. The critical faculty in your mind is kind of like the BS detector. It's the part of your brain that goes, mm, no, not true. So you might stand in the mirror and say, I'm a six figure business owner, or I'm a multimillionaire, or I am whatever, whatever you're trying to achieve. If you are just saying it consciously, there is, it's more than likely your critical faculty, that water level is going to check in the subconscious mind and check your reality and go, well, that's not true. And it's going to bat it away. It's not going to allow you to penetrate the subconscious mind because the critical faculty is doing its job to keep the subconscious mind exactly where it is. So when we think about when we're wanting to reprogram our subconscious mind, it's really important to recognize that it's not just as simple as standing in front of the mirror and saying affirmations every single day. Although, of course, that's better than doing nothing. There's that part of your brain that's saying you're not, and that is actually affirming the old belief. So you're actually doing the opposite in that process. So it's really important to do this work in a way that actually starts to bypass the critical faculty. And there are numerous ways of doing this. And these are all the tools that I have in my toolkit that I use with myself and also my clients. Hypnosis and deep visualization meditative exercises are really, really powerful. Getting yourself into a very relaxed state and allowing your critical mind and your conscious mind to relax and sort of, you know, go on vacation for a few minutes, which will allow the subconscious mind to receive the information much more easily. Affirmations done in a particular way. So rather than just saying, you know, I am dot, 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 there's a way of doing it where it actually allows you to receive it without rejecting it immediately. I also have a number of tools like EFT tapping, which is emotional freedom technique. I also have a tool called time techniques, but there are so many different techniques that ultimately get your subconscious mind and your body on board and not just changing the thought in your conscious mind, but it's actually changing it on a subconscious level. And repetition is really key here. So yes, there are some tools that I use with my clients, which in an instant changes their subconscious programming around that belief or that fear, you know, releasing the belief that you're afraid of public speaking. I mean, so many of my clients have come to me and had this belief about public speaking or their accents or something like that. And within a session, they're like, oh, I don't even think about it anymore. But I do want you to remember that this whole thing is a process. You maybe, let's say you're 35 years old. You spent the last 35 years believing a certain thing or having a certain threshold. Give yourself the opportunity to not expect to change 35 years of programming overnight. This is a process. This is why Courage Academy, which is my signature program where I do this work with my clients, it's a year long. Because yes, there are some things that you will shift within the first week that you're in it. Maybe in the first three months, you'll have a huge breakthrough. But I'm really wanting to encourage people to understand that when you are in doing this work over a long period of time, 
you are allowing yourself and gifting yourself the opportunity to really do this on a deep level and have that long lasting change rather than expecting yourself to transform 25 years of programming in six weeks and then you're done. This is really about this process, a commitment to yourself and allowing yourself to continually up level and expand what's possible for you in a way that feels safe to you. So from today's episode, I really hope you're walking away with a few things. One, I just hope you feel less alone and less broken and less like there's anything wrong with you if willpower has not been enough for you up until this date. Willpower, as just to repeat, is not enough to achieve our goals all the time. And we have to give ourselves some grace and give ourselves some compassion. But also now you know this, it's not about going, raising your hands in the air and going, oh, well, willpower's not enough. Oh, well, I can't achieve my goals. No, it's about when we have this information, it's going, okay, cool. There actually is other things I might want to be doing to support myself achieving my big goals. I want to give myself the opportunity and the grace to look beneath the surface and ask myself, what is it that's getting in the way of this? What is the fears, the thoughts, the beliefs? What might be my subconscious programming that's ultimately holding me back from achieving this? Because if I really consciously want this, why not gift myself the opportunity to achieve it with much more, much more ease? I hope today's episode gave you some more insight into your conscious and your subconscious mind and just brought a little level of awareness to really what's going on inside of us at any moment. I hope this allows you to start reflecting on what your upper limits might be. You know, where are you finding yourself capped in love, in health, in relationships, in money, in business? Now, of course, if you're curious about doing this work and you're really interested in reprogramming your subconscious mind so you can achieve your goals with so much more ease and stop relying on your willpower to actually achieve them, send me a DM, send me the word curious and we can have a conversation about working together. There's also a link in the show notes to apply to work with me. And there are a number of different ways that we can work together and I can support you, whether it is a single session, whether it's one-to-one or my group program, Courage Academy. We can have a conversation and see which one might be the right fit for you. Have an amazing rest of your week. Keep encouraging, keep bringing awareness to what's going on for you. And I look forward to sharing more information in next week's episode. Thank you for listening to Courage Pod with me, Lauren Ray. If you love what you heard today, share this with a friend and leave us a review. If you like free gifts, head to the show notes where you'll see a free training from Stuck to Unstoppable, how to stop self-sabotaging to create the life you actually want. You could also head to couragecore.com forward slash unstoppable. Until next week, as always, keep couraging.